Hello again, everyone. Welcome to Kicks and Dribbles. I'm Dan McClay. This is a show that looks at international football. We're going to be changing our format as of next week. Instead of doing it three times a week on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, we will now be doing it on Mondays and Thursdays. So beginning next week, Kicks and Dribbles on Monday and Thursdays. First thing we want to start out talking about is Carlo Ancelotti. We were one of the first ones here to tell you about his firing at Napoli. He was shown the door and under strange circumstances, but now a little more has come to light about this firing. Apparently, uh, Ancelotti and team owner Aurelio De Laurentiis had some uh, controversial uh, thoughts about how to run the team, so that led to uh, Ancelotti being shown the door. Currently, Napoli in seventh place in the uh, in the uh, Italian league, and uh, they're doing very well. They've made it through the uh, group stage at the Champions League and are going into the knockout round. So certainly uh, Ancelotti did his job as far as getting the team to where they need to be. Of course, every owner wants their team to be in first place. But with the talent that Napoli has, Ancelotti has done a very good job and did a very good job there. And now he's out looking around for a job. However, it doesn't look like he may be unemployed very long. I told you the other day that when he got fired that I didn't think he would be around too long in the unemployment line. Seems that uh, Ancelotti has hired Base Soccer Agency. This is like an employment agency for coaches, and he wants them to pitch him to Arsenal. I find that kind of interesting because if Arsenal doesn't know about Ancelotti already, then somebody's either hiding under a rock or not doing their job. Uh, Back in 2009-2010, Ancelotti led Chelsea to the EPL title. So people at Arsenal are very familiar with what Ancelotti can do, but will he get this head coaching position? Currently in the, in the position of caretaker is Freddie Jungberg. Now, you remember Freddie was a former player at Arsenal and is very popular amongst the fans, and he's doing a great job so far. So we'll see how, um, how this all works out. Apparently, there's a list of 12 candidates that has been uh, brought about from, uh, by Arsenal to uh, fill this position. Another name on the list is Mikel Arteta. He is the Spanish international. He played for um, Arsenal. Uh, when they won two FA Cups. He currently is an assistant at Man City and apparently is very good uh, friends with head coach Pep Guardiola there at Man City. However, Guardiola has uh, said that uh, Arteta could leave if he wanted to, but they want him to wait till the end of the season. So Arteta is another possibility. Another one that has uh, surfaced that nobody really thought about until it was all uh, shown that possibly an offer has been made to him already by Arsenal and that's Vitor Pereira. Now, Vitor Pereira is a Portuguese international. He played uh, back in the early 2000s. He was a great player. Uh, he's currently the coach at Shanghai in the Chinese Super League. Great coach, great personality, very, very strong in tactical uh, running of a team. Uh, again, there's a, there's a good, uh, good candidate there for the, uh, for the job. And, of course, Ancelotti is also on the list along with others. So where, where this goes, who knows? But apparently Carlo Ancelotti really wants this Arsenal job, and we'll see how it happens. Okay, meanwhile, there are rumors swirling that the Arsenal player Lucas Torreira uh, of the Gunners is eyeing a transfer to Napoli of all teams. Uh, This transfer is supposed to be valued at around 21 million euros. Again, this is rumors, and nothing has been said definite yet. Um, Other news going on around the EPL Kieran Tierney, he's a Celtic star that signed with Arsenal over the summer. 
Remember the other day he went out with a shoulder injury in the game. Uh, he's now lost for three months because that, uh, quote, shoulder injury has turned out to be a dislocated shoulder. And we all know those don't heal overnight. So uh, Kieran Tierney is going to be lost to Arsenal for the better part of three months as he gets over that injury. Uh, Liverpool, uh, they sit atop the EPL right now, but they're not uh, resting on their laurels. They have gone ahead and signed 24-year-old Takumi Minamino. Now, if that name doesn't mean anything to you, he was playing at Red Bull Salzburg. He's a Japanese international, and this is what happened. When Liverpool played in that same group in the Champions League uh, with Red Bull Salzburg, in both games, he impressed Liverpool so much that some of the players went to Jurgen Klopp and said, hey, we got to sign this guy. He is really good because he kept putting pressure on that Liverpool back line. So apparently a seven and a quarter million euro uh, contract has been agreed to um, to get a Miram, to get Miramino over to Liverpool. So he will be joining them at the beginning of the year. Again, uh, Liverpool not resting on their laurels, looking to make themselves really, really good. Now, looking at the other team that's currently got a caretaker manager in charge, and that's Everton. Uh, Everton plays at Man U on Sunday. Okay. Everton currently being coached by Duncan McGregor, as we said, the Scottish international. Uh, Duncan's done a good job so far. He's already made a name for himself, you might say, as Everton pulled off a real shocker, beating Chelsea at Everton 3-1 to the other day. Well, rumors have Ancelotti also being on the list for Everton. Now, we also told you about David Moyes, who coached Everton a while back. Well, guess what? The uh, recent newspaper article that came out has mentioned David Moyes as a possibility. So again, we're right up there uh, on the, on the uh, front lines uh, giving you the information about these coaches. Um, Toffees are currently in 14th place in the EPL with 17 points. They're two points to the better of relegation. But I think Duncan McGregor is smart enough and he knows how to run a team and he's got good tactical uh, skills. I think he can get the Toffees going in the right direction. So the thing is, it's such a logjam down there at that part of the EPL table that uh, Everton is only two points behind 12th place Brighton. So if Brighton either gets a draw or a loss this weekend, and the Toffees can pull off a win with Man United, which would be a stunner indeed, just about as big as beating Chelsea, then uh, the Toffees could find themselves up around 12th or 11th place, which would be a huge jump for them. So uh, we're not saying that this is going to happen, but we'll just see how it goes. Uh, no word yet on whether Marco Silva is being considered for any coaching positions. We've got our ears to the ground and we're listening to see. Okay, another club that uh, has been doing really well in Europe is Sevilla. Uh, this Spanish club is just so strong and they're doing so well. They're coached by Julian Lopetegui. Uh, who is the uh, former Spanish international. He was a goalkeeper. He played at Porto. He played at Real Madrid. He played at Logroñez. He played at Barcelona and also Rayo Vallecano. Guy is just really uh, smart. Uh, he's, he was a good goalkeeper. Um, he played for the Spanish national team as well. As a matter of fact, he coached for the Spanish national team after Vincente del Bosque announced his retirement. Now, on June 5th uh, is when Sevilla signed him to a three-year contract as a coach. And he has been doing very, very well there. He's got Sevilla right up in the uh, top uh, three of the uh, of La Liga, and they're right. Be Sevilla is right behind Barcelona and Real Madrid. As a matter of fact, they look over their shoulder; they're breathing down their neck. Um, 
one of the outstanding players or well-known players for Sevilla is uh, Chicharito Hernandez from Mexico. Uh, as you know, Chicharito has been around. Um, he did very well in the Bundesliga. He also did well at, uh, at Man United. Uh, currently, um, he's got um, three goals for Sevilla in eight appearances. Uh, again, they use him sparingly. Uh, at Man U, he played 2010 to 2015, and he had 103 appearances there with 37 goals. So Chicharito has still got it, and um, he is uh, one of the anchors of that team in Sevilla. Uh, you know, they're the oldest Spanish sporting club devoted to football. Uh, they've been around since uh, 1900. Um, they're, just, they're just doing very, very well, and this is a team to keep, their, keep your eye on uh, as the season progresses because if Real Madrid or Barcelona gets a serious uh, injury to one of their stars, then Sevilla could be right in there in the middle of the mix as the season comes to an end. So we will keep an eye on Sevilla at this point. We're also going to keep an eye, of course, on the other managers and where they all end up. But Carlo Ancelotti right now is garnering a lot of headlines and a lot of rumors are swirling about him. It was a busy day on Wednesday in the Champions League. It was the last day of group play, and uh, there were some uh, surprising results, uh, to say the least. Shakhtar Donetsk was at home in Ukraine, and Atalanta from Italy went in there and got all over them and came away with a 3-0 win. Dynamo Zagreb was at home, but Man City didn't let that uh, stop them. Man City went into Zagreb and beat them 4-1. PSG was at home against Galatasaray, and Galatasaray didn't have a chance at all. PSG all over them, 5-0. Real Madrid went down to Belgium to play Club Bruges, came away with a 3-1 win there. And then Bayern Munich at home had Jorge Mourinho and Tonum Hotspur come in there, and Bayern Munich came away with a 3-1 win. Olympiacos was home, and they were able to shut out Red Star, 1-0. Atletico Madrid also played at home, and they shut out Lokomotiv Moscow, 2-0. And it was Juventus going into Bayer Leverkusen, didn't let the cold weather get to them. Uh, Juventus came away in a very dominant win, 2-0. Europa League had their last day of, um, of play uh, on Thursday, and there were 25 matches in all. We're going to go ahead and uh, highlight some of the uh, ones that were more important, and then we'll tell you about the standings and who gets out of uh, group play in the Europa League. Rennes was home against Lazio from Italy, Rennes won 2-0. Cluj in Romania was home to Celtic. Celtic of Scotland could not get anything generated and probably took down a B squad because Celtic had already was, was already going through anyway. So Cluj comes away with a 2-0 win there at home. Vitoria Guimaraes from uh, Portugal went into Eintracht Frankfurt. Uh, didn't let the cold weather bother them. They came away with a 3-2 win. It was Standard Liège of Belgium hosting Arsenal, and that game ended in a 2-2 tie. Apoel of, of um, Nicosia, Cyprus. They were playing Cyprus, or rather they were playing Sevilla from Spain, and Sevilla could not get anything going on the pitch, and I think they took their B team too because they're already going to go out of the uh, group stage into the knockout round. So Apoel comes away with a 1-0 win at home in Nicosia. Rangers from Scotland tied Young Boys 1-1. Roma tied Wolfsburg at home 2-2. Mönchengladbach could not hold on to the lead at home. 
Istanbul scored in the 90th minute and knocked them out of the Europa League. This is the team leading the Bundesliga right now. And Istanbul knocked them out with a 2-1 win. Again, that goal being scored by Istanbul in the 90th minute at Mönchengladbach. Man United didn't have any problem with AZ out of Holland. Man United winning at home 4-0. Now, in the Europa League, this is the way the groups uh, finished up and then who's going to go out. In Group A, you've got Sevilla, 15 points and Apoel Nicosia at 10. So those two will go out into the knockout round. In Group B, you've got Malmo, who jumped over uh, Kobernhaven and uh, won the group, and then Kobernhaven will come out in second. Kobernhaven coming out of Copenhagen, Denmark. So Malmo goes first, and then Kobernhaven second in Group B. Group C, FC Basel out of uh, Switzerland. Boy, what a good team this is. A team that's under the radar but has got lots of talent. Basel wins Group C with 13 points, and Hatafi from Barcelona, from uh, Madrid, Spain, uh, takes second place with 12 points, and so those two will come out of Group C. In Group D, we've got LASK jumping over Sporting Lisbon from uh, Austria. Uh, LASK from Austria in the uh, Austrian League, they went finished with 13 points, and Sporting Lisbon uh, out of Portugal for 12, so those two will come out of Group D and advance. In Group E, Celtic, one of the leaders in the Scottish Premier League, they were able to hold on to their lead in Group E and come out with uh, CF Cluj out of Romania um, holding on at 12 points. So Celtic and Cluj will come out of Group E. Group F, Arsenal, uh, holding on to their lead there. They were able to uh, lead the group with 11 points, and then Eintracht Frankfurt comes in with 9 points. So Arsenal and Frankfurt will come out of Group F. Group G, Rangers from Scotland. Again, another one of the co-leaders up there at the uh, SPL. Rangers got jumped over by Porto from Portugal. So Porto will will come out first, and Rangers will come out in second place in Group G. In Group H, Espanol, the other team from Barcelona, Spain. They hold on with 11 points to win Group H. And then Ludogorets will come out in second place with 8 points. And then in Group I, Ghent will come out with 12 points, along with Wolfsburg, 12 points. Group J, Mönchengladbach, as I said, got eliminated. So we have Roma and Bashir from Istanbul coming out with nine points apiece. In Group K, Braga was leading since the uh, group stage began, and they held on to come in with 14 points. Wolverhampton out of England, the Wolves finished with 13 points, so Braga and Wolves come out of Group K, and they advance. Group L, Man U was there in number one position from the beginning. Man U finishes up with 10 points. Aze Alkamar finishes up with nine points. So Man U and Alkamar come out of the group stage of Europa League, Group L, and they go on to the knockout round. That's a look at the uh, knockout, or the rather the group stage from Europa League. So some good games will be, uh, I'm sure, uh, drawn when they have the new drawing for the knockout round, and we can look forward to some great uh, soccer from that. And now, checking the schedule for the weekend, as we've got games um, all across the uh, European leagues, we're first going to do the EPL. Uh, on Saturday, Liverpool will face Watford. Uh, that'll be on NBCSN at 7.30 a.m. Eastern time. Burnley's going to host Newcastle. Uh, and then also Chelsea will be at home against Burnmouth. That'll be on NBCSN at 10 o'clock uh, Eastern time. Leicester City, the Foxes, will be hosting Norwich. 
Sheffield United will be hosting Aston Villa, and Southampton will be hosting West Ham. Now, that game will be on NBC. That'll be at 12.30 Eastern time on Saturday. On Sunday, Man U is going to host Everton, which will be a very interesting matchup indeed. Wolverhampton will be hosting Tottenham, and that game, along with Arsenal and Man City, which, of course, is a marquee matchup, uh, Wolverhampton, Tottenham, and Arsenal, Man City. They'll be on NBCSN beginning at 9 o'clock Eastern time Sunday morning, so you might want to tune in for both games. Uh, Tottenham, of course, is Jorge Mourinho, and he goes into Wolves. Wolverhampton plays very well at home. I look for a good game there from Wolves against Tottenham. And, of course, Arsenal-Man City, that's a marquee matchup, and you'll want to watch that one as well. Let's take a look now at the top five teams in the EPL. Liverpool is with 46 points, then Leicester City at 38. Man City's got 32, Chelsea with 29, and Man United with 24. So basically, Man United in fifth place needs to make up 22 points in order to get toward the top where Liverpool currently sits. Liverpool having a great year again under Jurgen Klopp. Looking at the Scottish Premier League now, on Saturday we've got a list of games. Aberdeen will be hosting Hamilton. St. Johnstone will travel to Hearts. It will be Kilmarnock going to Ross County and Livingston going to St. Mirren. On Sunday, the two top teams in the uh, SPL will be playing. Rangers will be on the road to Motherwell. Celtic will be at home in Glasgow against Hibernian. The SPL top five looks like this. Celtic has got 40 points. Ranger 38 Motherwell with 31, Aberdeen 29, Kilmarnock has 23 points, and that's a look at the SPL up to the moment right now. In Ligue 1, down in France, on Friday, Lille is going to host Montpellier. Then on Saturday, Metz will be hosting Marseille, Nantes on the road to Nîmes, Monaco on the road to Angers to try and keep improving on their record as they continue to steadily climb up the uh, table. Rims is going over to Toulouse. It'll be Dijon at Amiens, and Brest, up on the coast, will be hosting Nice. On Sunday, Bordeaux hosts, will host Strasbourg. Rennes will be on the road to Lyon, and PSG gets on the road. They go to Saint-Étienne. Checking the top five in the Ligue 1 down in France, PSG currently with 39 points. Marseille staying in, uh, in contact with them, more or less. Marseille at 34 points. Lille with 28, Rennes with 27, and Bordeaux right behind Rennes in fifth place at 26. Bundesliga action on Friday finds Hoffenheim entertaining Augsburg. And then on Saturday, Bayern Munich is going to host Werder Bremen. Freiburg is going to be on the road to Hertha Berlin. See if uh, Jürgen Klinsmann can uh, get a uh, first win with Hertha Berlin. Bayer Leverkusen on the road to Köln. And Borussia Dortmund is going to go to Mainz. On Sunday, we find Wolfsburg hosting uh, Muchen Gladbach and Eintracht Frankfurt is going to be on the road to Schalke. We'll be interesting to see how Muchen Gladbach plays after they got eliminated from Europa League competition. In the uh, standings of the Bundesliga right now, Muchen Gladbach still sits on top at 31 points, but they better watch themselves because Leipzig is right behind them at 30. Borussia Dortmund has 26 points, Schalke 25, and Freiburg has 25 points as well. La Liga down in Spain on Friday finds one game with Deportiva Alaves hosting Leganes. And then on Saturday, Granada is going to host Levante. Barcelona's on the road. They'll go to Real Sociedad. Ibar is going to travel to Athletic Club. And Osasuna will travel to the Bernab- will travel to Atletico Madrid. And then on Sunday, Real Valladolid is going to go to Hetafe. It's going to be Mallorca going to Celta de Viga. And then 
Real Betis is going to play Espanol. That's going to be the Sevilla Derby, you might say. On Sunday, Hetafe is going to entertain Real Valladolid. Mallorca is going to travel to Celta de Vigo. Espanol in Barcelona will host Real Betis. Villarreal is going to go to Sevilla. And Real Madrid will be on the road. They're going to go to Valencia. In Serie A down in Italy on Saturday, Brescia is going to host Lecce. Uh, Napoli is going to host Parma. And Sampdoria is going to travel to Genoa. On Sunday, Torino's at Verona. Atalanta's at Bologna. Udinese is going to Juventus. Sassuolo is going to AC Milan. Roma will be hosting SPAL. And Fiorentina will be hosting Inter. Taking a look now at the standings in La Liga first, it's Barcelona at 34 points, followed by Real Madrid with 34 points. So the two of them are right there, nip and tuck as usual. As we said earlier in the broadcast, Sevilla right behind them at 31, Real Sociedad 27, and Hetafe at 27 as well. Serie A standings show Inter Milan still on top at 38, Juventus right behind them at 36, Lazio right there in uh, third place with 33, just three points off of second place. It's Cagliari and Roma bringing up fourth and fifth places, each with 29 points. So there's only three points in the Serie A between seventh and 11th place. Another tournament we want to tell you about that's just getting uh, underway, and it's kind of a uh, sporadic uh, scheduling for this tournament, and this is the uh, the uh, Club Football World Cup that's going on in the country of Qatar. Uh, some of you pronounce it as Qatar, but it's actually pronounced Qatar. Uh, of course, Qatar's going to host the World Cup in 2022. Uh, the way this is broken down, there, there are games uh, scheduled between December the 11th and December the 21st. And uh, some of the, the teams from all over the world competing, there's seven of them, as a matter of fact. We've got Flamengo from Brazil. You've got Liverpool from England. You've got Al-Hilal from Saudi Arabia. You've got Esperance de Tunis from Tunis. Monterrey from Mexico, and you've got Higginhane Sport from New Caledonia. Al Saad, which is a club team out of Qatar, is acting as the host club or for the host nation. Now, there's already been one game played that was played on December the 11th, and Al Saad defeated Higginhane Sport from uh, New Guinea, I'm sorry, New Caledonia by a score of 3 to 1. The game actually went into extra time. It was 1 1 after 90 minutes. They went into extra time, played two overtimes, and Al Saad scored twice in the uh, extra time uh, time allotted, so they came away with a 3-1 win. Now, on December the 14th, Monterrey from Mexico is going to play Al Saad from uh, Qatar there in Qatar. Now, you're probably wondering yourself, now, wait a minute, Monterrey is in the Mexican finals. How can that be possible? Well, the Mexican finals don't get underway until the day after Christmas, so Monterrey is going to have a long flight over to Qatar to participate in this football club football world cup and then after they finish there they're going to come back and then play in the finals against america i wouldn't want to be on that uh, on that team well i tell you what, that's a that's a tiring schedule indeed so uh the next games after monterey plays outside will be played on december 17th there'll be two games and we'll have an update for you on those when we get into another uh, broadcast that's the way it looks right now in world soccer uh, again, we're going to keep our eyes open on Carlos An Carlo Ancelotti and see where he might end up. Uh, Europa League had some good competitions, and though all the uh, teams going into the knockout round have been uh, determined. And we've got some great games coming up this weekend. 
uh, across uh, Europe, especially the one on Sunday between Arsenal and Man City. That should be a good one indeed. Don't forget on December the 29th, uh, Celtic and Rangers are going to play up in Scotland in a league game. Uh, that will pretty much determine who's going to be in first place going into the second half of the SPL season. Very good. That does it for Kicks and Dribbles. Remember, we're going to start a Monday-Thursday schedule as of next week, so we'll see you again on Monday. I'm Dan McClay. Uh, the technical producer of Kicks and Dribbles, of course, is Lauren McClay. John Dang handles the sound, and DC McClay contributes ideas on a regular basis. Again, we appreciate you tuning in. Have a good uh, week or a good weekend, and uh, please don't let your life have too many yellow cards. <laughs>